spilled alcohol was sharp, and bullet holes riddled the dark walls. Half the bottles and glasses behind the bar had been destroyed, and the human bartender crawled shakily out from under a table. A wildcat zoomed in through the front door, and stopped by a clump of humans not yet brave enough to get up. Feline shifters were a cross between breeds. Lion, leopard, tiger, jaguar, cheetah bred centuries ago from the best of each. The Morrissey family had a lot of lion in it, and this wildcat had heavily muscled shoulders, a tawny body and a black mane. It rose on its hind legs, its head nearly touching the ceiling, before it shifted into the tall form of Liam Morrissey, Sean's older brother. The human males at his feet looked up in terror. But what did the idiots expect if they hung out in a shifter bar? Shifter groupies baffled Andrea. They wore imitation collars and pretended to adore all things shifter. But whenever shifters behaved like shifters, they cringed in fear. Go home, children. Sean, Liam said over the crowd, eyes holding questions. No one in here got hit. How's Ronan? He'll live. The anger on Liam's face mirrored Sean's own. Humans, a carload of them. Again, he didn't say. Cowards, Glory spat, eyes white with rage. The platinum blonde helped another shifter woman to her feet. The collar around Glory's neck, which she wore like a fashion accessory to her body-hugging gold lame, emitted half a dozen sparks. Let me go after them. Easy. Liam's voice held such calm authority that Glory backed off in spite of herself, and her collar went silent. Liam's collar didn't spark at all, although Andrea felt the waves of anger from him. One of the shifter groupies raised his hands. Hey, man, it had nothing to do with us. Liam forced a smile, stuffing himself back into his ostensible role as bar manager. I know that, lad, he said. I'm sorry for your trouble. You come back in tomorrow, why don't you? The first round's on me. His Irish lilt was pronounced. Liam, the shifter town leader at his most charming. But the humans didn't look comforted. Liam was stark naked, except for his collar. A large, muscular male gleaming with sweat, who could kill the men at his feet in one blow if he wanted to. As much as they pretended to want the thrill of that danger... Shifter groupies didn't like it when the danger was real. Ronan staggered back in, no longer in his bear form. Ronan was even bigger than Liam and Sean, nearly seven feet tall, broad of shoulder and chest and tight with muscle. His face was sheet white, his shoulder torn and covered with blood. Andrea shook off Sean's protective hold and went to him. Damn it, Ronan, what were you doing? My job. The amount of blood flowing down his torso would have had a human on the floor in shock. Ronan merely looked embarrassed. Sean got to the man's other side. In the back, lad. Now. I'm fine. It's just a bullet. My own fault. Shot it? Sean and Andrea towed the bigger man to a door-marked private, and Sean, more or less, shoved him into the office beyond. The office was ordinary, cluttered desk, a couple of chairs, a storage cabinet, shabby sofa, 
and a small safe in the wall that only the bar's human owner was supposed to know the combination to. Andrea knew good and well that Liam and Sean knew it too. The sword of the guardian leaned against the wall, like an upright cross, and threads of its fey magic floated to Andrea from across the room. Andrea had no idea whether pure shifters could sense the sword's magic as she, a half-fey, half-lupin shifter could. But she did know that the shifters in this shifter town regarded the sword and Sean with uncomfortable awe. Sean pushed Ronan at a chair. Sit. Ronan dropped obediently, and the flimsy chair creaked under his weight. Ronan was an ursine, a bear shifter, large and hard-muscled, his short but shaggy black hair, always looking uncombed. He didn't have an ounce of fat on him. Andrea wasn't used to ursines, having never met one before moving to Austin. Only lupins had lived in her shifter town.